welcome to the welcome to the cooler conversations podcast about messed up guys if this you have not been on this podcast this is the audio culmination of cool stories and the coolest people if you're new to the podcast welcome if you're not so new welcome back and if i'm welcoming you back please be sure to leave a review and hit us up on all the social media pages we're about 100 or so plus almost 130 episodes in so you guys you guys know the deal today we are honored to have the owner of wearology a online store and also physical location based in Gibsonville, North Carolina. That's a boutique and a, have a curation of ethically made jewelry, clothing, and other goods. This is Brittany Pate. What's up, Brittany? Hey, how's it going? It's funny. We were literally just talking about before the pod, like, what are we going to do if we trip up? And the first thing I do is I can't even say <laughs> the name of my own podcast. <laughs> yeah, that immediately just like made me feel better. So we're, good. <laughs> we're good. We're <laughs> good. So obviously, uh, I, I seem to be having a whole lot of uh, small business owners on here, which seems to be my biggest uh, my biggest thing when it comes to podcasts. So obviously, you're a cool person. You started something really cool. Let's let's just kind of break it down. What is Wearology? Well, thank you. Um, so Wearology, like you said, is a boutique. Um, everything I have is ethically made. Um. I try to get items that are sustainable. So that could mean that they're made from recycled material. Um, like I have some clothing that's made from recycled cotton. Um, and we have a give back program because I'm a former teacher and I, um, was also looking for a way to give back to the community. So for every, item that's purchased $1 of that goes into our teacher fund. Okay. That's pretty cool. So how do you, as going, going into the teacher fund, do you have select teachers? Is there select schools that you go off of? Um, so really it can be any teacher, any school. I've, uh, I think the furthest that I sent something so far is to a school in Texas. Um, yeah. So anybody who, goes to um, the link tree on our Instagram or on the website. Um, there's a little link that will take you to our classroom request and you can fill it out for yourself or for another teacher. Um, and it's just a request for something that's $10 or under. So, um, you know, whether that be like markers or dry erase boards or anything, I know what it's like to, buy your own items for your classroom and it's not always fun spending your own money. So, um, just my, my way of giving back as well. Absolutely. And what's better than buying a shirt that you really like and then $1 of that goes towards a classroom. You get to win, win. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So this, obviously you were a teacher before, then you jumped into entrepreneurship. How, what was that transition like? Cause I, that was happening during 2020, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I, like people ask me that sometimes and really I'm just like, it's been a huge learning curve. Um, definitely still learning as I go, but it's been, you know, quite a change for sure. Um, I, um, sorry. No, it's My neighbors completely, are being really loud. It's it like is completely fine. Like I said, this is a candid <laughs> podcast. You can invite them on if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
they are like revving. You know, you heard them, I think. I'm well, sure. see, okay, well then we'll jump to the next question. <laughs> the one thing I was going to ask is why Gibson? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that is kind of like a funny story. Basically, like how everything else kind of fell into place with this. Um, I was, you know, like you said, just online. So I started online August 2020. Um, and I, um, was on Instagram, my Instagram page and everything. And that was really like all I did was Instagram and the website. And Mm then one day, um, I think maybe February ish, March ish. I got an email from a lady who works for the town of Gibsonville for like the economic development and was like, Hey, I noticed that you are an online business. Are you a storefront? Um, are you interested in a storefront? And I was like, nah, girl, that just seems like a lot. That's going to be too much for me right now. I mean, I literally just started, you know, the business entrepreneurship world, um, And then she was like, well, here are the buildings that we have. Here's the rent. Like, you know, would you be interested in at least looking at them? And I was like, okay, we'll we'll give it a try. We'll go look. So my husband and I went and looked at, um, I think, one of the smallest properties that they had available. And um, it's like, it was like the perfect size. Didn't need too much work as far as, you know, taking anything out or anything crazy Mm -hmm. um just needed like some paint and stuff and so that's how the the store in gibsonville became um really just kind of fell into place (laughs) yeah because that's Um, what i found interesting is like a lot of people are doing the online stuff which is which is it makes sense everyone is online uh we're in an online era but then Uh To me, I think of just like there's a little bit of magic when it comes to like an actual like brick and mortar. You walk in, you feel the product, you see the owner. I mean, you have like the the cutest little dog, Charlie, just running around. There's like a there's like an aura to it. Like there's an energy that you can definitely like feed into. So we almost missed that. So that's why I found there was like a cool thing. So I find it interesting that it almost didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I... That was on my radar, like, you know, my list of goals, like, okay, one day I'll have a storefront. Let me see how it goes right now. Um, But, you know, my husband and I are like big believers in timing and like things happen, things, you know, happen for a reason around the right time. And, you know, it'll just, it'll work out. And so we both just had a really good feeling about it. And I was like, you know, I feel like if I don't at least try with a brick and mortar, with this opportunity that I have right now, like I'm going to be really mad at myself later. Um, so, but yeah, like you said, I think that when you walk into the store, you can definitely get those vibes like a little bit more as far as, you know, seeing it physically um, because of Charlie and then the products that we have and the mural, like you can just definitely automatically know the vibes when you walk in. Absolutely. Hey guys, we're going to take a second to hear a word from our sponsor, Alamance Cafe Works, the world's greatest cup of coffee I've ever had. I never used to be a coffee person until I drank Alamance Cafe Works. Alamance Cafe Works, or AKW, is all about connecting through coffee, offering 
Coffee's from all the major producing regions to making local connections. AKW wants you to enjoy coffee with other people. And if there's one thing we all need in this world is a good connection with some other people and a good cup of coffee. What makes AKW unique is that they do three things well. They roast their own coffee. They value creativity in creating amazing seasonal offerings while staying true to the coffee and building relationships with people and local businesses. And as an added bonus of the Cooler Conversations podcast, listeners of this podcast will receive 25% off at checkout when they use promo code COOLER or C-O-O-L-E-R on their website, akwcoffee.com. Me personally, I love their Mexico brew. It's like a chocolate, hazelnut. It's very smooth. It's probably the best cup of coffee I've ever had. You know, I, I again, I never used to be a coffee guy until I drank Alamance Cafe Works. So again, if you guys want probably the best cup of coffee I've ever had in my entire life, you want to go to akwcoffee.com. Use that promo code COOLER, C-O-O-L-E-R. Get that 25% off and have probably the best wake-up gift that you can do for yourself, a nice piping hot cup of coffee. Big thanks to Alamance Cafe Works, and let's jump back into the show. So let's let's go back. Let's go back a little bit in time before we even made the the uh-huh. online store. You were you were a teacher, your elementary school teacher full time. You then you have like this. I think you wrote on your uh, on the website. You had this yearning. So what was the yearning? What was the inception? So really, like I I've always been interested in fashion and like keeping up with with trends, um, but obviously was a teacher and um so I followed a lot of boutiques on Instagram for a while and I was I was always like man that would be such a cool job like it just looks like so much fun and um specifically I'm sure a lot of people listening are familiar with Boho Blue because they're local Mm -hmm. um I would just be like man that just looks like so much fun to do that but I knew that like physically if I was a teacher I would, you know, especially if I had to work for something else at the same time, I'm probably not going to be able to do anything else. Yeah. Um, just because if you know anything about teaching, you know that it's physically, mentally, emotionally exhausting, not to mention the pay is not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember like probably about three years ago, I was telling Derek, um, who was my boyfriend at the time that you know, I would love to have a boutique at some point and just, you know, just talking. And after that conversation, we were in the car one day and he was like, so what's your plan? And I was like, huh? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what a plan. <laughs> he, I, I like literally started crying, like panicking. It was like, stop asking me. Like, I'm never going to do it. You're making me nervous. Like, <laughs> You know, and he's just like a go-getter himself. So obviously he wasn't asking me out of like, you know, whatever, trying to make me anxious. He was just, you know, he's supportive in that sense. But I was like, dude, just, I'm just going to dream. Okay. Just like drop it. Derek's over there planning your LLC (laughs) information, (laughs) tax bracket. Let's go. Right? Yeah. He's like, so what are your products going to look like? What, you know, who's going to be shopping in your store? I'm like, what? I don't know. (laughs) So um, kind of like a crazy fast forward to, um, October, 2019, 
um, Derek and I were visiting my brother, my sister-in-law, and my nephew um, in Montana. We had gone to Canada for the day. And we were coming back. Um, we were like literally five miles from their house. And we got into a pretty severe car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had quite a few surgeries, which means that, you know, I had quite a bit of recovery time. Um, so I guess like long story short, as cliche as it sounds like just spending that time recovering and thinking like, okay, I have to go back to teaching, but I know that it's going to be like super stressful on top of what I'm going through right now, like mentally, physically, you know, and Derek and I were talking and I was just like, I think I want to go for something else. Like I have the opportunity. I just, I just want to do it. Um, so yeah, like as, you know, cliche as that sounds, it was just like when something like that happens to you, it's, it's eye opening and life changing. And you're just like, you know, I don't know how much time I have, or how many times I'll get the chance to do like what I want to do with my life. Um, so I decided in January of 2020 that I was going to be leaving teaching in March um, because I worked at a year round school and that was when we were going on break. And I was like, okay, that'll be a nice transition time. You picked a good um, year. Sorry. I'm saying you picked a good year to do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, like, my last day ended up being everyone else's last day. Oh, my goodness. It was crazy. Um, And then I launched the website in August of 2020. And then, yeah, the storefront is um, June of this year, 2021. Mm, Okay. Wow. So, like, when you you had, like, uh, essentially this this epiphany that this was, like, you know, life's too short, it's the – the uh-huh. YOLO out there before that, were you ever, did you ever consider yourself like a risk taker? Cause I imagine, I mean, everyone thinks this is like everyone in, in, in the world when you say, Oh, I'm jumping from a full-time job benefits, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Then I want to be an entrepreneur. I'm sure there's a lot of like, Oh my God, yeah. what am I doing? <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I definitely have those moments of what do all the like, kids on Instagram say nowadays of like imposter syndrome like I feel Mm -hmm. that because I'm like I don't know anything about running a business I mean I worked I've never worked in retail like I just you know all of my experience is education so yeah it was it was a big leap um but I I feel like yeah I've kind of always been a risk taker in certain aspects of my life. Um, I kind of like, I really like the saying of like, feel the fear and do it anyway. Like, because yeah, everybody is, you know, new things are scary. Like whether you look at someone, you know, I'm sure there's people that have looked at me and been like, Oh wow, that's, you know, she makes it look easy, but like, it's really, you know, I just, feel the anxiety, feel the fear and just push myself to do it anyway. If I feel like, you know, that's something that's going to benefit me in the long run and, you know, be a good thing for me. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, like I came, I mean, just some examples from my past, I guess, like I went to college a semester early. Um, I've traveled like 
quite a bit, like just on a whim to other countries. And um, what else? My first year of teaching was just a horrible, horrible mess. And I said, screw all of the things. And I went to Costa Rica and lived for three months and just figured out something else. And that was in like 2012. So, (laughs) wow. Those kids must have been terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the kids were equally as terrible as I maybe was as like trying to relate to them my first year. So I was like, Oh my God, I'm 22 years old and I have like 26 children that I'm in charge of. Like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, but yeah, I feel like I've always been the kind of person who's like, this is not working for me. Let me figure something else out. And you know, absolutely. So where did, uh, where did the name come out of where you, were you just going through the dictionary? Let me just let me put these words together. <laughs> yeah. So people ask me that too. And it's like, I really wish I had a cool story of how that came about. Um, but I don't, um, I just kept like an ongoing list in my notes and my phone of like different ideas. I can't even remember of any other names. Um, so I'll tell you the, the other one that my mom suggested here in a second, but um, yeah, I would just like get an idea and run it by people. And I don't know, none of them really were like clicking. Mm-hmm. And then literally I was just in bed and the word wearology popped in my head. And I was like, huh, I kind of like that. Like, it sounds very teachery, but also like, you know, the study of what you wear, like, Oh I yeah. I just made that connection. That's yeah, awesome. And it's, it's easy to say it's like one word. So I, okay. I, I like it. It just so, kind of clicked. For so me, when, so. At, when the, the local community college is wanting to, to teach a new, a new class and you've got wearology, how mm-hmm. to run a boutique in a local store. Boom. We did it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be like one of the, uh, one of the fashion institutes, like wearology 101. Ooh, that should be your, <laughs> that could be your lines. Like when you drop a new line. Yeah, <laughs> really, a really should. clothing this line, a, a good idea. Mm-hmm. So, as far as um, now, walk me through this. So what is what is a ethically made product? What does that mean? Um. So, as far as something being ethically made, I mean, I think that kind of has like there's a lot of different terms that go with that, and I'm definitely still learning that, like you know. There's also such things as greenwashing and all that, but like one step at a time as far as, you know, because we've all had fast fashion shoved down our face, like, you know, cheap things from China and just continuously buying things because they're cheap. Um, So ethically made just, I guess, in a sense means um, that the workers that make it, they're making a living wage. Mm-hmm. Or it is fair trade. Um, well, I guess and or it's fair trade. Um, and the conditions that they're working in are acceptable, you know, like um, as far as their environment, like their buildings are up to par um, if they are in another country. Okay. And yeah, they're just paid well. Okay. Now, does that does that stem from like a like if you were to like like if I upcycled a like an old graphic tee, but it came from like uh, one of those, would that be considered 
something like that as well? Yes, that would be um, sustainable as well because you're not just like throwing away your item. You're repurposing it into something else. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So not all of our items are like repurposed, but um, that is part of what I look for when I look for things that go into the store. I was going to say, like, what is, uh, do you have like a vetting process of like what products can go where when you're, uh, when you're searching for products and companies to, to partner with? Yeah. So, um, I think the main thing for me that I look for, I mean, ethical is definitely like top notch. If I have women and minority, women and or minority owned is what I look for number one. Okay. Um, which, you know, women are minority in the business world. Um, so definitely look for that. And then if I'm kind of like unsure about where their clothes are made or how they're made, then I'll just like shoot the vendor a message and ask. Um, but I definitely look for women owned for sure. Gotcha. Okay. Now, as far as, um, are there like local, like specific local businesses that you partner with? Like, uh, anyone that we know or that we can shout out? So I haven't yet. I've talked to a couple people. Um, I've been talking with Benevolence Farm. Um, I have had a meeting with a lady, um, I believe her business is called Sanu out of Raleigh. Um, and they are like fair trade. So their um, products are coming from or are made in West Africa where she's from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't put anyone in the store yet that is local. But touching on that, I do have a, um, a link on the site and on my IG where uh, local people, local makers can fill out an application to have their stuff um, potentially in the store. Gotcha. Okay. So it's a, it's a, there's a lot of applications on this website. I didn't even uh-huh. jump in here. You can donate a dollar. You can get your business <laughs> in here. This is awesome. Yeah. Where So where does, this is the one question I hate to being asked, but I always ask it because I do want to know, like, what is the dreams? Where, where is Wearology in everything works out five years? Are you, is it a bigger storefront? Is it a boho blue? Are you, you're outreaching to everywhere else? Where are you going? I know I I hate it. I literally hate this question, but I always ask it. I know it's one of those, like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Like, I don't know. (laughs) 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 Obviously would have never guessed this one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Let me rephrase it. What is what is scalable for next year? Scalable for sure is employees. Okay. Um one, two, maybe. One other person at least, because right now it's just me. Um and so if I have something come up like I got my second dose of my vaccine and it took me out and I had to close the store. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, when, when something comes up right now, I just have to close the storefront. But that's, you know, the good part about having a website, too, is I can always fall back on that. Um, but I would like to have an employee or two. 
So that would definitely be part of our growth plan. Will they be, will they be teachers as well or? They could be, you know, I had a teacher come in today and was like, Hey, if you need um, any part-time people ever, let me know. So it's like, yeah, when we get there, I will let you know. Um, Yeah, really. It could be anyone. I, I think, um, a teacher would be good or an Elon student would be good. Okay. So the other, the other thing I was going to ask is, and I noticed this on the Instagram is, um, obviously the niche for boutique, uh, skews female, but you do have, uh, shirts for men. I've seen your husband wearing them. So I was like, yeah, he is my model sometimes, most times. <laughs> so, just to set the record space record straight, this mm-hmm. is it's a it's a shop for everybody. I yes, I definitely like say that when I'm you know talking about the store. Um, I don't know. I guess like the more that I'm learning about just like people and fashion in general is like really you can wear what you want, wear what you want to wear. So like I had my doctor was like, oh well do you have unisex dresses? Because my son wore a dress and I was like, I mean, if you put on a dress, it becomes unisex. Right. So, um, that's true. Once it happens, it's done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, anything could be unisex, but as far as like, you know, the sizing and stuff goes, um, all of our t-shirts are unisex fit. So like for women, they're not going to be fitted, but you know, the, point of a t-shirt is so it's loose and comfy anyway so um but yeah we have a pretty like good selection of t-shirts and every single one of them are female and male gotcha whoever wants to wear them do you feel <laughs> do you feel like with uh, the store being in gibsonville that you that it's kind of exciting that you are kind of at the beginning of what could be like a super growth of downtown yeah, that was another thing that like definitely drew us to Gibson, excuse me, to Gibsonville. Like once we went and saw the space, um, Chelsea is her name from Motley, but she did a really good job like pitching, you know, hey, Gibsonville is growing. Like this is, we have this coming, you know, this, a couple things are already there, like the coffee shops and um, some other stores that, open and the brewery um so yeah i mean i'm excited to like already be in and be on like you know the quote-unquote main strip of gibsonville um because i know there's like a lot of things in the works so i'm excited to to be there oh there's a lot of things in the works anything uh you know we can do some exclusives on you know you got anything for the cooler conversation podcast (laughs) um well, I don't know if there are, I think, well, I know that one building is already bought, but I think they're deciding what to put in it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't know, have you talked to the brewery? Because they're pretty cool. I mean, um, I've, I've drank at the brewery. And- I don't know if I've done a lot of talking at the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> I know the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> the owners, um, Prov and Maria, I believe. Okay. Um, but yeah, they're really cool too. And they're doing a lot of good stuff. Like I know they have partnered with, um, Kimber's and then the Burke Manor 
and they're going to be having like a limited menu at the brewery that you can order Mm -hmm. from either place along with your beer. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, like I said, you're at the, you're at the, the foot of what could be a huge downtown. We could almost see maybe a Graham esque turnaround in Gibsonville. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really hoping so. Cause I mean, I know whenever I was in college, I wasn't big on like the brewery scene just because I wasn't a big beer drinker. But I feel like, you know, if Elon could, move in a little bit more into the Gibsonville area, especially because it's so close. I mean, yeah. Gibsonville is right there. Um, but there's, you know, cute coffee shops and just, I feel like there's going to be hopefully some more things to draw them in and, and wearology. So. Absolutely. <laughs> well, just to kind of close things off. Um, I wanted to ask for anyone that's, that's looking to shop online and everything. What is the what is your favorite thing on your store right now that no one no one has touched yet? What is the most underrated thing that everyone needs to be grabbing? Hmm. Let's shout out the store. Let's bring people to the online shop. Okay. That I you know, I feel like I have a lot of good stuff. So it's hard to choose one, but I think what comes to mind first is I work with this vendor called Lay Chic Miami and she makes amazing earrings. Like they're handmade, they're um, hand carved out of like teak wood. Okay. So they look heavy cause they're wood, but they're not at all. And then she hand paints each one of them. So um, I have a couple from her right now on there. Okay, sweet. Well, where can everyone, uh, where can everyone find wearology? So we have a couple different places you can find us. Um, wearologync.com and it's wear like W-E-A-R-O-L-O-G-Y-N-C. And then our Instagram is wearology underscore NC. Facebook is just the word wearology. And then our storefront is 108 West Main Street in Gibsonville. Sweet. Well, guys, make sure you guys check that out. Brittany. Thank you so much for being on the pod. Thanks for doing something cool in the area and uh, sharing your your story. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I feel honored to be thought of as a cool person doing cool stuff. So Absolutely. <laughs> Guys, just to kind of give you a heads up, uh, everything that she just mentioned will be in the description. If you guys uh, enjoyed this podcast, please share with a friend. Subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple. Follow us on Spotify, wherever all the uh, podcasters are these days. You know, we're everywhere. You can follow us on uh, Cooler Conversations uh, on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever the heck I put the links. Um, As always, this podcast is the culmination of cool stories and the coolest people. This was Cooler Conversations. Later.